This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, welcome back to Morning Glory. Uh, coming up pretty soon, we've got Movie of the Week, which is the Cameron Cl- uh, Crowe classic, uh, almost famous. But uh, it's time for Webster. Oh, 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 the magic dragon lived by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist in a land called Hanali. Yes, it certainly happened this morning. Puff the Magic Dragon into Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> but, okay, this is Webster has turned into uh, Dragon Gate. Oh, all I do is talk the dragons every week. <coughs> oh, oh and isn't it fun? It's entertaining. And isn't it, oh, yeah, when you're a lifelong dragons fan, it's oh, great to just trawl over the coals of your smouldering mess of a football club that you allegedly support. But what about this week, Webby? Like, when you have a look at all the things... With Rolsey, that was, you know, like for taking that job at Seslop when he just turns his back. You know what it was, though? It was, I find it was, it, it was Dragons dithering because they've had so many meetings and informal meetings and catch ups and talks and discussions yeah. about the terms and what he, what, what say he could and couldn't have in the football department. And then uh, just that little bit of hesitation from St. George Illawarra and Matt Tripp. The, the very, very smart and agile chairman of the Melbourne Storm went straight in and said, we need a successor to Craig Bellamy. I know they said he's no, not guaranteed anything. I reckon that's – I don't. I, I actually find that hard to, to accept because the whole reason why Rolls become interested in the Dragons' job a couple of weeks ago was because Bellamy coached – was, was going to coach again next year. This is before it well, came out. But yeah. I can't see him going, all right, well, I'm going to go to the Storm now – and not have some sort of agreement in place that he's going to be the coach Web- of that team when Craig Bellamy decides to retire. Webby, I wrote about it today. I said, the thing about it is, for Rolsey, because a lot, it, a lot of people are saying, look, it's got nothing to do with the Dragons. It's all about the Melbourne Storm. Yeah, well, come on. You know, look at all those things, mate. He, he had a rookie coach here in his hometown, hometown club, Great money, four-year contract, and he says no mm. to go down and to be an assistant again. Well, they're saying it's going to be pathways, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. Now, at Melbourne for 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 Rolsey, there's there's a number of drawbacks. Number one is will Bell- Bellamy retire in eighteen months? Now, in the last decade, we, I've heard this from Bellag three or four times. Yeah, but he gets to the point and he goes, "No, I'm going to go again." Because I always think about it's like Wayne. What are they going to do? But see, this is why I reckon there's something in place, Matty. Yeah. You know, that's why I think I can't see him going like, "Well, I'm I'm not going to I'm not going to show any interest in the storm job anymore." And then he starts negotiations with the dragons, and then all of a sudden, yeah. he, he all of a sudden he goes, "Well, you know, what, I'm going to go to Melbourne." Do you think there's a chance though that he got into the depths of the negotiations with the dragons, saw that there were certain things that he was a bit concerned about, and he mm. thought, "I'd rather take the risk of being the next Melbourne Storm coach." then walk into a place where I don't have any... And I'm not saying that this is the case, but is there a split board? Did he find out that some people don't want him? They want another coach. Is yeah. that a chance? Is that a possibility? No, I think it was more that he didn't get the terms that he wanted. So he wanted a five-year deal, but so, and in the end there, they offered him four. 
Um, but he was really – he wanted a lot of say in who the GM of football would be and who the recruitment manager would be. And I – to the Dragons in def, – in, in, in defence of the Dragons, I get them pushing back on that a bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's not Wayne Bennett. He's a yeah. rookie coach. I thought he was the right coach for the job. And I and I thought he would be. I think he's the. It, it's a great shame that um, St George Illawarra have missed out on him. But mm. I don't think he had. I don't think he deserved the right to have that much say in the entire football department. Webby, you are, you are spot on there. I'm a supporter of Rollsy, but it's it's very dangerous when you give the head coach all the power mm. because the club then is at the mercy of the head coach. Um, I've seen this at Newcastle, right? Mm. I, I've seen this in Newcastle in the last. 20 odd years is the instability and it's like we're rebuilding all the time. Now at the moment they're, they're fixing that. You know, Peter Parr coming in is a big step forward. You've got a, you know, a bloke who was really strong as far as that you know, head of football, whatever you want to call it. But over the, over the years at Newcastle, every time that we've had a new coach, everything has been torn down and start again. Right? That's all problem. that great stuff that people like Alan Bell, Alan McMahon, who's, by the way, was the late Alan McMahon was father-in-law of Jason Rolls, and David Waite, all that great stuff they put in, right, uh, it was just gone to the scrap heap. A, a football club should be just, it, it should roll on, but you never forget the other, all the good stuff that was put in place. No, 100%. That's one. I, tell you the other thing. Okay. We're saying about, I said before about, you know, Bellamy not retiring in 18 months, and you said, you know, there, there must be some things put in place, and I accept that. The other drawback is with will it? At what point will it be Jason Rolls's team? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like Craig Bellamy in two thousand eight, mate, he went very, very close to joining the Broncos. It's been well documented, mm. and one of the, the, the one of the primary reasons he didn't go there was the fact that. In his mind, it was always going to be Wayne's club and Wayne's team, yeah. regardless. And I just think at what point, like I, I look at Rolls and I think, it, okay, you know, they win a competition and go great, you know, in his second year they're there. A lot of people are always going to see one of Bellamy's hands on that trophy. 100%. But what happens if they don't finish top four? It'll be, yeah. yeah, because Craig Bellamy's not there. That said, though, do you want to take over Melbourne possibly at the end of next year or do you want to take over St. George Illawarra? I think I do mm. think that the best process for Storm is to have the coach that is taking over someone internally for the years leading up because I think Demetrio is a good example of that if he goes to win on a comp, win a comp this year, I, I would argue that it's probably not Wayne's Bennett's yeah. hands aren't on that. No. Yeah. And yep. I think that that's because the Rabbitohs did a really good job at transitioning everything through to Demetrio. And I think if yep. Storm can, I guess, emulate that, then maybe that's how you avoid the... Well, they've, one thing they've got in common with South Sydney and the Storm, they've got good man, good management, yeah. people yep. planning in the future. All right. If not Rolls, then who? That's what I was going to say. Well, it, well Dean Young... The word we keep hearing is he's the next one in line. Mm. They might be well served not offering it to Dean, if you know what I mean. I, it seems to me, at least in the next two years, it's the job for an older experience. Unless they get a tough decision. Unless they get a big head of football like a Gus or a Peter Power or even a Richo or whoever, they need someone in that role running the running the football department. It can't be on Dean Young as a rookie coach. Oh yeah. You know, and he doesn't have anywhere near the experience that Riles has had. 
having worked in, you know, three yeah. different systems in the last 10 years. But I don't know. There's some. There's a murmur about uh, Shane Flanagan being back in the mix. There's some directors on that on that Dragons board that just I can't see letting that happen whatsoever. Um, there's a bit of a little push. I'm getting emails uh, about Des. Someone should be Des should be in the mix. Mm. Um, I don't know. Michael Maguire. Michael I mean, Maguire. Michael Maguire's there. So the thing about it is, Webby, if I'm at the Dragons and I look and I say Dean Young, I see Dean Young as our Long-term coach, you know, like at Trent Robinson, there for a long time, then you know what? I spare him in the next two years. Mm. I spare him. I bring an older head in who basically, for use of a better term, but it's true, has to wear some of the bullets and has to make some of the tough decisions. <laughs> then you bring in the bloke. So who is it? Yeah. But this is the but the bigger picture. I, I think is, I, is, wait, you, the, the pool's not that deep of quality coaches I, I think it's. I think it's I think it's either Flanagan, Maguire or Des. I think. What yeah. about Czech? Michael Checker as a head of football coming in in some Maybe. sort of capacity. Mm. Shake it up. Mm. What about, about uh, Let's uh, mix it up. Ben Ormi. Yeah, I think that's the same. I, I still think it's the same in the same basket as Dean Young. You don't, you don't want that two, first two years I, of taking the bullets. You'd rather I, come in fresh. I, I, think, I think having two years of someone like Michael Maguire, mm. I think would – Put the next coach in really good stead. Uh, what about a Dean Young, Ben Hornby coaching duo? Combination, like Hall of Notes. Yeah. Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> like Hall of Notes. You know what? The Hall of Notes of rugby league. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, such a, it's yeah. such a delicate situation, though, because you don't want to get <laughs> a too old school coach, because I do think that the younger generation at the club may struggle against with some of the older school coaches. Yeah. So it's like this weird balance you've got to find between an experienced coach that can handle the pressure, take the bullets and really develop this, this young side coming through. But also an, an, a, a coach that isn't so experienced or so old that he can't relate to the younger generation. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, the big decision coming up is Ben Hunt's decision. Oh, my God. I mean, he, he, John, watch him origin yeah, again the other night. He was oh, fantastic. He was. Mate, you know, talking about having to wear bullets, geez, he's worn some in the last 12 months. He has. Can I say this, though? As a dragon say fan. It, baby. Don't have if to Ben ask Hunt me. doesn't want to be there, don't go, just go. Mm. Just say it. Straight up. Well, don't I don't want to play hooker, just go. No, I I go. know Benny Hunt. <laughs> like I am I considered I, I got was with Benny Hunt when he came through at the Broncos. He would this uh yarn about him wanting to leave or whatever, this would not be coming from Benny Hunt. Like he is not the kind of guy that would be Oh know, mate, he he did say it when he has put it on the record. Well, well, he, on the he, record said, he said he said if Anthony Griffin's not there, I'll have to look at what I'm doing. He literally said that. Yes. Wow. You got to read the papers more, Dennis. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, old, that old mainstream media still got a bit of life in it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was no, no, just for the context of that comment. Mm. So was he asked that as in in regards to re-signing, or he was genuinely saying? No, this saying, is when, when Griffin was on his last legs, and they, he got asked about. it. He said, "If Griffin's not there, then I've got to wonder what I've got to do." He, that's when he made the famous comment saying, "I don't know if I could go all through, you know, start afresh with a new coach." They were his words mm. on the record. Well, there you go. That's what I mean. If he doesn't want to be there. Read the papers, people. Yeah. Listen, just learnt it. In interesting times, guys. We'll take <laughs> a break and uh, movie of the week next.